This is the Vegetarian Zen Podcast, episode number 262. Hey there, Veg Zeners. Welcome back to Vegetarian Zen, a peaceful place for vegetarians, vegans, and the veg curious to share tips for living a healthier plant-based lifestyle. I am one of your hosts, Vicki. And this is Larissa. In today's episode of the Vegetarian Zen Podcast, we're going to talk about essential oils and aromatherapy. Now, Larissa and I typically get massages uh, about once a month. We really ha- we have a lot of things going on. Our work now is very physical, <laughs> so we really do need it. And uh, we recently started adding on aromatherapy as part of our massages, and we both Love it. It's awesome. So today we're going to talk about what aromatherapy is and what essential oils are, and also some of the benefits. Believe it or not, though, there are some risks, as with most things, I guess. And we're also going to let you know how to select essential oils if this is something that you want to start to do for yourself. But before we get into that, we have a new rating. Yay! So this is from Lil Frosty. Lil Frosty. My name is Lil Frosty, and I left a rating. Oh, that was bad. That was really bad. That was really bad. All right. So this is from Lil Frosty, who says, These ladies are lovable and informative. And not really good rappers. No. (laughs) (laughs) Lovable and informative. We'll go with that. I've been a vegetarian my whole life, but these episodes are loaded with great veg-friendly tips, recipes, products, and ideas that are new to me, and the hosts are so warm and welcoming. Are you happy you subscribed? I know I am. (laughs) Peas and love. Love it. And a fellow punster. Nice. 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 (laughs) Thank you so much for heading out there, Lil Frosty, uh, out to iTunes and leaving us a rating. We really appreciate it because it helps other people find us and helps bump us up in the ratings when somebody is looking for a vegetarian podcast. So thank you so much. This episode is sponsored by our Golden Apple Roundtable. Our Golden Apple Roundtable, if you're not familiar with these folks, these are the guys that really help to keep the lights on here at Vegetarian Zen by providing us with with a monthly monetary support via Patreon.com. If you're not familiar with Patreon, essentially it is a membership platform that makes it easy for community members of certain you know, musicians, and in this case, podcasters, artists, all sorts of folks, uh, to receive support from their monetary support from their followers, fans, and community, mm-hmm. whatever, you're, whatever you're comfortable <laughs> with calling it. <laughs> uh, many people don't realize that there are costs involved in putting together a podcast. We incur media hosting costs, website hosting costs, equipment, all sorts of things that can add up. And we've been doing this for a very long time. We've been doing this for five years. So we are so grateful to the folks who support us via Patreon. If you head out to patreon.com forward slash vegetarian zen, you will see a video from Larissa and I that where we talk about the mission of vegetarian zen. And on the right hand side of the page, you will see various support levels. From a dollar all the way up to $50 a month. And some of those levels actually qualify for some vegetarian zen swag. And on that note, we have a new sponsor today. We do. We have a new member of the Golden Apple Roundtable. Her name name is Marianne Wheeler. And she pledged at the Rutabaga Rockstar level. So each one of our different uh, pledge amounts has a name and a uh, little character drawn by Vicky. Yep. 
That was fun drawing those. Yeah, they're I and love they're drawing. cute. <laughs> they're they're really cute. So, um, thank you, Mary Marianne. Thank you and so much. You at the Rutabaga Rockstar level, you do get a vegetarian Zen sticker. So, Marianne, your sticker will be on its way to you soon, and your name has already been added to our vegetarian Zen website uh, sponsors page. Heary, heary. (laughs) (laughs) So if you're not interested in contributing on a monthly basis, we totally get it. We also have a one-time button that is located on our website that says, buy us a juice, where you can provide a one-time monetary contribution to help support the show. Okay, today's episode is also, also brought to you by our eBay store, Old San Antonio Trading Post. We offer a wide variety of vintage items, books, vinyl, clothing, bags, kitchen, toys, games, housewares, all sorts of stuff. Larissa and I spend most of our weekends out at estate sales here in San Antonio, and I will say we probably go to about five or six. Right now, yeah. it's a little challenging with the heat. We're about hundred, sitting about 105 oh. in the middle of the day. And, but, so, um, and, and a lot of these houses don't have air conditioning on because people are going in and out all day. So it is brutal. It's hot. And this is why, and there's a lot of physical work, which is great. I, I appreciate the uh, exercise because since we've been working from home now, it, it you kind of lose track of that uh, sun, getting some sun time, getting some exercise. So mm-hmm. uh, we we head out to these estate sales and we find some awesome stuff to to stock our stores. So right. this is another way that you can help to support the show. And what is that address, Larissa? It is stores.ebay.com forward slash old San Antonio trading post. And all, we will make sure. Together. Yeah, we'll make sure there's a link in the show notes also. Uh, somebody had asked about a link to the show. I'm, I'm not sure that we've been adding it consistently, but we'll make sure that we're adding that to the show notes. And again, that does help to support us. So right, thank you so right. much. All right. One more quick announcement before we get into this uh we are having to, uh, over the past few weeks, we've been having some uh, publication issues for the podcast. It not not going out on time or not showing up right away in iTunes or in other, po- <laughs> right, in other uh, podcast platforms. Well, we figured out what's happening. Our feed has grown too large. Again, this is the second time this has happened. So what we will be doing is creating a second archive. So if you have seen, if you've gone out and you've seen that we have two, we currently have two shows, two podcasts. One is the current episodes. The second one is uh, the archive that's episodes one through 100. Well, what I'm doing now is I'm creating a second archive. So that will be, I'm moving episodes 101 through 200 to uh, uh, a second archive podcast. So over the next week or so, that'll be done. You'll see that. uh, Well, actually, by the time this comes out, it will be done. Cool. But just to let you know, if you're looking for older episodes, you'll have to look for that, uh, those archives. Who would have ever thunk it? I know, right? (laughs) And we'll be doing it again at 300. Yeah, when we, we started back in 2013, I remember us saying, hmm, how many episodes do you think we can squeeze out of this? I don't know. Let's just start going. And that's what we did. I think I, we saw maybe the potential for 10 yeah. <laughs> at the beginning. Yeah. And here and we are, 262. <laughs> yeah. All right. Are we ready to jump into the main topic? Yes. Okay. So let's talk about essential oils. 
I had heard this term before and more recently when you were sick and you were having to use humidifiers and diffusers and all sorts of things to try to get rid of that cough of yours that was finally taken care of by a shot in the butt. (laughs) (laughs) But, uh, you know, we we tried all sorts of stuff because your allergies were really, really bad. And, you know, I had heard of essential oils before, but... Not as much as when you ordered this diffuser and you ordered some some mm-hmm. essential oils, right? So essential oils come from distilling or extracting the different parts of plants, including flowers, leaves, bark roots, resin, and peels. Now, this is usually created through a distillation process, but it can also be accomplished through pressing. Okay. So the process separates the oil and the water-based compounds of the plant. Mm-hmm. And that's what that's what gives you that oil. That's right. That's that's it. So you got to think it does take quite a few of these plants to. Extract, I can imagine. Yeah, to extract uh, some of the oil. I you can know, imagine the oil. Yeah, uh, okay. yeah. Because I can't imagine you would get like a whole lot. Now, fortunately, with essential oils, because they're they're so concentrated, you don't need. You know, you just use a drop or two mm-hmm. when you're in whatever it is that you're using essential oils with. Whether you're putting it in a diffuser, it's, you know, adding just a couple of drops to uh, water. Or if you're using it to create uh, lotions or, you know, shampoo, whatever you add it to, it's just a few drops. That's right. And that's why when we when you got those little bottles, I was looking at them and I was thinking, hmm, how long is that going to last? That's, <laughs> that's pretty pricey, but it's really not mm-hmm. because, like you said it's usually just a, a drop or two right, right all right so let's now that we've established what essential oils are uh, essential oils essentially are essentially, what essentially essential oils are <laughs> let's talk about aromatherapy now this is from wikipedia so i'm going to use their definition it says uh uses plant materials and ar- aromatic plant oils including essential oils and other aroma compounds for improving psychological or physical well-being. Now, really the theory behind aromatherapy is that aromas can positively impact your brain, especially your limbic system through the sense of smell. Now, you might, I mean, we've all experienced that where you walk in somewhere and you smell something mm-hmm. and all of a sudden this just flood of memory memories mm-hmm. can come up right like and that uh, happens a lot with food oh, smells, or right? when we go to estate sales i mean there's yeah. like old books or right. things like that that all of a sudden you're just you're you're back in uh, the library at mm-hmm. f- in fifth grade you know <laughs> just through a smell so uh smell is said to have a great deal to do with the formation memories and i totally believe that mm-hmm. now while the practice of using fragrances and perfumes for various purposes, medicinal, whatever, has been used for thousands of years, the actual term aromatherapy was only used first in like the early 20th century. So about 1937, mm-hmm. when a French chemist, his name was Marie, I'm not going to even try to, you you know French. <laughs> Rene Maurice Gattefoss. Okay, there you go. <laughs> uh, <laughs> invented the word after he was burned. Uh. And used some of the healing powers of these essential oils to kind of help him heal his burns. Huh, so interesting. He started to call it aromatherapy. Hmm. And now, another thing to note, though, is that there have not been a lot of big studies that have been conducted on aromatherapy. So a lot of people still consider this to be somewhat of a pseudoscience kind of like a placebo effect for a lot of people. But, you know, well, I think there's, for me, I. I think the um, 
the part where, like I said, I'm very sensitive to smell. I don't mm-hmm. hear very well, as you know, and I don't see very well. But so my sm- sense of smell is probably the strongest sense mm-hmm. that I have. Uh, and I, I mean, I can smell something and just, I, I think most people can. You're just transported somewhere else. Just right. Memories just come up. Yeah, exactly. All right. So let's talk about ways that you can benefit from aromatherapy. And before we get into some of this, I want to say you should always, always, always consult your doctor, especially if you have some sort of condition or you're, you're pregnant. Can when I say condition like asthma or mm-hmm. something like that, because this isn't really something like spraying perfume on or putting on some incense. I mean, this is some of these are we're going to talk a little bit more about in the risk when we talk about the risks. Mm-hmm. But I'll just say that you know, you don't want to just willy nilly start using some of this stuff or putting right. it on your skin or, anything or use like it the that. wrong way Try to drink it, right. which by the <laughs> way, most people do, do say that is a bad idea. There yeah. are some people that do this by yeah. the way, yeah. uh, but I'm saying most people say that's a very bad idea yeah. to do that. Right. Yeah. And, and yeah, so you have to know how to use it the right way. That's correct. So this is not, Oh, it smells nice. Let's just do this. Yeah, so, <laughs> All right. All right. So, uh, but some of the benefits of aromatherapy are uh, to help with aches and pains, ease aches and pains, uh, to relieve stress. And now this is especially when you're getting a massage and you have the aromatherapy. So that's a good point. Let me just interject right there where some people who say it's a pseudoscience where they say, you know, like you and I, we we enjoy having that as an add on. Mm -hmm. And we think it relaxes us, but mm-hmm. other people who don't really believe in aromatherapy might say, well, it's probably the massage that's relaxing you, not necessarily the Well, scent. then other people don't have to do it, do they? <laughs> <laughs> it's me getting snotty. <laughs> All right. It can also help uh, to promote sleep. And specifically, I'm thinking of lavender with yes, that one. Yes. Uh, aging can, can help kind of ease, uh, <laughs> ease you into old age, I guess. <laughs> Uh, it can help to boost your immune system, balance hormones, and improve smell good as you're aging. Fu- that's right. <laughs> <laughs> improve brain function, uh, treat burns, and also can be used um, in cleaning agents. And we've talked about this before because there are certain essential oils like tea tree oil, tea tree oil, at least once every episode I do that, tea tree oil and other uh, essential oils that are either antimicrobial or antibiotic, uh, antibiotic, antiseptic, <laughs> whatever, <laughs> whatever, anti-something, anti-bad stuff. Uh, but uh, so, yeah, so they can definitely be used in, in uh, cleaners. Okay, so let's move into some of the cautions and the risks. So some aromatherapy oils are way too concentrated, and one of them is tea tree oil, to be applied Mm -hmm. just directly to your skin. So you want to think about combining those with what they call a carrier. So in this case, I know, I mean, carrier is kind of a generic term, Mm -hmm. I'm saying. In the context of aromatherapy, (laughs) a carrier is something like lotion, a shea butter, which did I buy shea butter today? No, they didn't have any, ah. so we can order some. Ah, okay. Yeah. Also, almond, uh, sweet almond oil is a good carrier. Mm-hmm. Coconut oil, magnesium oil. So you can see there's some benefits just overall, even mm-hmm. in that oil, mm-hmm. right? To right. applying that, but you want to make sure you're diluting some of these stronger oils. And I, I would say most of them, at least the the uh, like the peppermint, the mm-hmm. tea tree, those type of things. 
I mean, there's nothing wrong with it, with adding it, right, to right. as a carrier. So if you're not sure, it's probably better to go ahead and do that than right. to just put it on your skin because applying it directly to your skin can result in some harmful reactions such as rashes or burns. So just make sure that uh, you're paying attention to that. And also if you're pregnant, you want to, going back to what we said earlier, you want to make sure that you are consulting your doctor before you use any of, of that and to include putting it in a diffuser in your room. Oh, okay. Yeah. All right. Uh, never use essential oils on a baby. They have thinner skin and it can really cause a bad reaction. Mm-hmm. So you don't want to apply uh, in even the ones that are safer, like let's mm-hmm. just say lavender. Mm-hmm. You don't want to apply that directly to a baby's skin. Yeah. And of course, I would I would imagine that you want to keep it out of your your uh, mucous membranes. So your nose, your eyes, your, you know, anything like that. Yeah, because you don't want to ingest it. Right. You don't. Right, there right. was some sites that when I was doing the research that said there's a small group of people that think ingesting that is fine. And maybe it's fine overall, but you don't want to just do that. Right. I mean, I wouldn't, I, I, first of all, I wouldn't do that. And I just think you could get the benefits without doing that. <laughs> mm-hmm. Right, right. Also, uh, if you have respiratory issues, if you've got asthma or, or emphysema, COPD, anything like that, you should always check with your doctor before you use essential oils. Uh, I would guess, espe- especially if you're using it in a, in a diffuser. Mm-hmm. Right. All right, what about pets? Pets, yes. Yeah. So first, always consult your vet. Using essential oils around your pet depends on can depend on some things like the type of pet you have, and I'm going to talk a little bit about that in a second, uh, age, the size, health history, because remember, they're, they smell Pets way better. too. <laughs> they smell way better than we do. So just because they're considered natural, whatever, some are very bad for pets. So you, you don't want to use undiluted essential oils on animals. So mm-hmm. kind of like the same, same thing mm-hmm. with, the, with the baby. Um, and then also... Some of the ones that smell stronger, this is what I was saying, dogs smell way better than we do. And remember the Vicks you were using or whatever? Yes. You got to turn that off because that wasn't an essential oil. It was the... Well, that was bothering you too. (laughs) That was bothering me a lot, yeah. (laughs) But it was really strong. And yeah, the the dogs and, and Jake were really kind of sensitive to it, so... The other thing is, is that when you buy your diffuser or whatever you're using to put this into the air... It's a good idea to go more a little bit on the high end because mm. high end diffusers tend to uh, release the essential oils a little bit more balanced than okay. like a cheap one that just kind of blah just throws it out there. Right. Where's your essential oil? <laughs> <laughs> Uh, so it's one of those things where you probably want to invest a little bit, look at the reviews on Amazon and, uh, actually we're, that's spoiler alert. That's our product of the week. (laughs) The one that you have, which is going on in the room right now, but it doesn't smell that much right now because I hadn't refreshed it from yesterday. I just kind of turned it on today and I needed to refresh it a little bit, but, uh, it's a pretty good one. I like it. Mm -hmm. It's got some different settings and such. It has pretty colors too. It does. It It has lights on it too. Yeah. All right. Um, now, in the show notes, I'm going to attach a link to an infographic from organicaromas.com that gives you an idea of which oils are particularly bad for cats and dogs. So the list is actually different for each. Uh, for example, cats are particularly sensitive to essential oils that contain polyphenolic 
polyphenolic polyphenolic polyphenolic sure <laughs> compounds because they can negative uh they can negatively impact their liver function hmm. this is specific to cats For cats right uh, and then essential oils can also impact dogs by interfering with some of their organ function and then also give them allergic skin reactions. Mm. So yeah, you just want to be very careful. I know some dogs especially are very, very susceptible to skin issues. Yes. Cosmo is very, every every summer we deal with, with skin issues with him, with the heat and with with just rashes and everything. So I can, I can see yeah, that. He's had that. Definitely. He's had issues with, since he was a puppy. So, mm-hmm. I mean, it's probably okay that this is in the corner, the diffusers in the yeah. corner of the room, but if he was laying under it or something, I probably wouldn't want him mm-hmm. to be laying near it. Right. You know? uh, oils that are typically okay for animals. And we will have this list also for you in the show notes, cedar wood, sweet basil, clary, sage, myrrh, peppermint, carrot seed, ginger, and what is this one? Helichrysum? Helichrysum? I don't know yeah. what that is. <laughs> okay. So those are typically safer. Uh, the one I have going on right now is, uh, what did I say? You lemon. Lemon, rosemary, and... Peppermint. Peppermint. Yeah. Peppermint. Okay. So let's talk about buying essential oils. Okay. So, you know, as with most things like diffusers... <laughs> Uh, not all essential oils are created equal. Yes, and just because it's more expensive does not mean that it's necessarily a better oil either. Mm-hmm. Could be somebody just trying to make you think that it's a better quality, but it's right. not necessarily. So some companies will dilute their oils with fillers to be able to sell more. Hmm, that mm-hmm. makes sense. Not nice, but it makes sense. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, you also want to look out for terms this is interesting kind of like natural flavors and things Uh which we said can mean anything when you're buying essential oils there's a term that a lot of them use called therapeutic or clinical grade don't let that fool you because it doesn't doesn't mean mean anything anything. (laughs) it really doesn't uh so this is just this is the natural flavoring flavoring of the essential Essential. oil world right okay because so i guess it's not that's not like a um a specific like regulated term or anything. No. It's just something that they put on there to make it sound like like it's good for health That's issues. right. Okay. That's right. Got it. Yeah. So what you really want to look for are essential oils that say organic, unsprayed, or wildcrafted. Because if you think about it, they if they use chemicals on these essential oils mm-hmm. and they're pressing these or distilling these or whatever. That's true. Guess what is going into your essential oil? Yeah, right? you're, you're putting essential chemicals in your. So that's <laughs> yeah. So that's far more important. Mm-hmm. Now some companies are members of organization organizations such as the National Association for Holistic Aromatherapy, and these groups do tend to have a, stand, a set of standards and ethic guidelines which their members must adhere to to be part of that. So that's another thing you can look for on the label is if they are part of this uh, NAHA. <laughs> I was <laughs> just looking NAHA? at that. Yeah. I was like, there really isn't an, an organization, organization for did say anything. That. And then I started looking at that, and it says, NAHA! <laughs> Uh, or, you know, and also if they're, if you're looking, for example, online, a lot of these companies will also 
tests, run tests. So mm-hmm. when they get these uh, essential oils back from the distillery where they have mm-hmm. these done, they will run one or two tests to ensure the purity of mm-hmm. the essential oils that they get back. Right. So, now you're talking about like quality tests, right? Yes. Not like testing on animals tests. No. Right. No, okay. No, no. no. <laughs> yeah. Because we just talked about that. Yeah. So. No. This is testing the quality of the, the purity of right. the uh, essential oils. Okay. Good. So you want to go go to the website of the company and check out those tips above that we or that we just talked about, mm-hmm. and then also see what, like I said, the tests if there's anything that references that in mm-hmm. there. Well, and then I think another thing, and I think you mentioned this with the diffuser as well, is when you're buying, especially if you're buying online, which we all do so much of, and I love it. Uh, read reviews. Yes. You know, yeah. I mean, because, and the questions. So on Amazon, for example, yeah. I really like that because when I was doing research uh, for this particular episode and I went out and looked at several of the essential oils, the questions that people ask mm-hmm. are really helpful. Right. And a lot of times you'll find like any question that you have already answered. Mm-hmm. Uh, so, okay, good. All right. So hopefully this has given you some insight into aromatherapy and essential oils. I love it. And I think we're going to continue to do it. Although we talked about different upgrades in our massage next time, but (laughs) this is still awesome. I love getting there either the, uh, Stress relief one. What else have I tried? There's an, I think there's like an energize, energizing. Energizing. Oh, that's yeah, the that's citrus good. one mm-hmm. that's good. And so yeah. it's kind of fun. It's yeah. fun kind of. And you know what? I, I have around a with different sn- smells. I have a sneaking suspicion though that because. <laughs> I've started falling asleep during my massages. I never used to do this, but recently I've started falling asleep. And I was just thinking about it just now, but I've only started doing it since we started doing the aromatherapy. Mm. I bet it's putting me to yeah. sleep. Yeah. And you typically do the stress reliever ones, right? Yeah. Yeah. Like, like the lavenders. And all I that. bet it's putting me to sleep because <laughs> I never used to do that. Well, and at least you're getting rest. I'm getting rest, but it's so funny. I, I, uh, and Will, my my therapist, he's he's hilarious, and he I I catch myself I I'll start snoring and then I'll wake myself up and I'll I'll say I'm not asleep. He said <laughs> I didn't say you were. <laughs> my therapist and I I could not fall asleep because we we chit chat so much mm-hmm. and I like it. I mean yeah. I know some people don't like to do that, but I yeah. I like talking to her. So well, I get to the point where I have to start talking so I won't fall asleep. <laughs> All right. The recipe of the the week is suggested by me and is actually a link to a uh, Dr. com, And he's got some uh, essential oil recipes out there that I really liked looking at and thought, Ooh, this is going to be fun. That's what you wanted the shea butter for, isn't it? Yes. Uh, (laughs) So I might have some downstairs. I don't know. Yeah. So he's got some really uh, cool info out there. So I am going to attach that as our recipe of the week for just don't eat it. What's that? Just don't eat it. Oh, (laughs) (laughs) spread on some crackers. Yeah, don't do that. All right. The resource this week, I'll let you talk about that, Larissa, since it is yours. It is mine. It's the diffuser that I bought from Amazon when I was so sick. And I, you know, again, I, I never buy anything without looking at, you know, 25 different ones and reading all the questions and the reviews and all that. And this one got really good reviews and it's very simple it's basic it's not anything fancy it's just it's small it's what um six inches tall six inches about and uh it's you just put a small amount of water in it and then add a few drops of essential oil and then uh it 
you can it's got two settings so you can either do it uh for like bursts so it's like one kind of shot every five minutes i think or you can just do it continuously and i like to run it continuously and i've got it on the intermittent right now it's 30 seconds on 30 seconds oh 30 seconds okay Mm -hmm. uh so it's almost uh, i mean it's not that big yeah 30 30 but uh and it works really well and like i said it has the the colors so that they rotate uh, when you have it set on the you can turn it off. You don't have to have the colors on, but yeah, I don't have it on right now. Yeah, when it's when it's on, it just kind of it's like a really soft glow, and it just changes color constantly. So all right, so the price of this particular unit is fifteen ninety nine, and I just wanted to add a couple of more things that were highlighted that I really like about this too, besides the the seven mood lights. As mood they call lights, them. mood <laughs> lights. I like that. Uh, is it is very quiet. You can't hear it. It's mm-hmm. not. Doesn't sound. Uh, I have bad hearing, so I can't really completely go by that. But, but I can I, tell you, I, I, it's I don't very. It it's very low, if anything. And um, the oil diffuser shuts off automatically when the water runs out. It's very portable, as Larissa said. It is about six inches, uh, and it's just. It's very lightweight, mm-hmm. so it's easy to move from room to room, or if you want to take it to the office or wherever you, you want to take it. And it has three working modes. So it's intermittent mist, 30 seconds on, off, continuous, or light only. That's interesting. Now, working time is seven to nine hours in continuous mode and nine to 11 hours in intermittent mode. Mm -hmm. All right. So we will have a link to that in our show notes as well. And as a disclaimer, that is an affiliate, Amazon affiliate link where Amazon kicks us back a couple of bucks for mentioning and or actually recommending it and selling selling it uh but that's no extra cost to you absolutely all right so the question this week is do you use aromatherapy and essential oils maybe you just use it for something else maybe you don't use essential oils for aromatherapy but you use it in cleaning products Mm -hmm. let us know how you use it you can let us know by heading out to vegetarianzen.com forward slash 262 and leaving us a comment in the show notes and again where you will find links to the articles that we use to research this particular episode and a few other things we mentioned. Uh, or you can head out to facebook.com forward slash vegetarian zen. And that is our public facing Facebook page where you can leave us a comment there because we always put out a post whenever we release a new episode. Or you can join the peas and carrots. What up, guys? <laughs> at facebook.com forward slash groups forward slash Vegetarian Zen, you'll be hit up with three questions there. Please answer all the questions, and we will let you into this awesome closed Facebook group that is, what are we at, 2,700 people, I think? Something like Something like that. Uh, it's been growing. Every every day we get new requests mm-hmm. to get, come into the group. You know why we get new requests? Because these are awesome folks to hang Everybody around. Everybody wants to be a part. Everyone wants to sit at the cool kids table. It is... Um, and I don't take any credit for that. It is all our members. Yeah. Oh, definitely. The members are amazing. They help each other. You can be a 20-year vegan or you can be a 20-minute... I just gave up... <laughs> I didn't eat a hamburger today, uh-huh. you know, that kind of, uh, we have people from all uh, in all different places of their plant-based journey. Everyone is very respectful. It's so refreshing, mm-hmm. so refreshing in this day and age where there's so many things that are dividing us yes. <laughs> that the, the, I mean, this is a, this is a great example where you have different people that can just play nice together. It's very refreshing. Yes. And it's a lot of fun. It is a lot of fun. All right. I think that does it for our episode this week. Until next time, peace out. Bye. 
Thanks for joining us today on Vegetarian Zen. We've created a free resource for you to show you five ways to sneak more fruits and veggies into your diet. You can download it right now by visiting vegetarianzen.com. Until next time, wishing you a happy body and a healthy mind.